A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're just two unapologetically Black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you're funny. I'm waiting on you to say something funny. <laughs> A show dedicated to these niggas and you hoes. Ew. Ew. Hey, y'all. It's me, Tam Bam. I love y'all once again. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We got a good show for y'all today. What's up, AJ? Nothing much, man. Chilling out. Trying to say the fuck out the heat is actually raining yeah, it's kind of cool though. today here. But it's hot. It is hot, y'all. Make sure y'all take them baths, yes. y'all. Extra one. Paying that coochie out. You walk around here smelling like a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> How was your weekend? <laughs> it was cool. I just relaxed mostly this weekend. I didn't do much of nothing, honestly. You know, back to my regular routine of things. Did I do anything this weekend? You did something. Not nothing I want to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do this weekend? Yeah, you little thought. <laughs> Ball-headed whole shit. Ball-headed whole shit. Oh, <laughs> 
Bitch, I'm gonna make a sound. Oh, I got um. So you know how you probably see it on movies and shit like that, where they have that concierge IV service that comes to your house, and they give you yeah. like fluids and vitamins. Yeah, I had that done this weekend. Oh, that uh, sounds nice. This place is called Energy Hydrating Solutions out of Columbia, South Carolina, and it was so luxury. She came in, took all my like you know like uh vitals, yeah, and stuff like that, and to make <laughs> sure I was straight. And then I got like vitamin C and B12 and fluids. And I feel so good, y'all. I feel so like that day I didn't feel shit. But the next day I was feeling like I went to the gym. I took my weave out. Like I cleaned up my house. I went all over the place. I handled business. I went and got my car service. Like that shit really works. So if y'all really looking for something like to make y'all feel better, y'all need to go get y'all like an IV, like at home luxury. So y'all try that. (laughs) You know, I'd be wanting to do that. I've never done it before. But that, you know, that's right up my little holistic, holistic alley. alley. Yeah, yeah. Me I'm gonna too. try. It t- t- that's why it typically... came all the way from Columbia though? No, I was in Columbia. I oh, okay. she came to all my right. mom's house. I was at my mom's house. So she came there. But she does travel though. Mm. Yep, it was dope. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So no that's really all shit. I did. That's all I did was get some vitamins this weekend. No vitamin D though. <laughs> Look, that's a sad weekend, bitch. <laughs> Look, evil laugh. <laughs> What's that? Is that how you choke on a dick? Because that sounds like it hurt. <laughs> bitch, you better learn to breathe through your nose. <laughs> Gotta learn to breathe through your nose. Uh, that sounds painful, bitch. I don't know. What we got going on in stupid internet news? Oh, let's talk about the BET Awards. Did you watch it? I did. Did you like Summer Walker's uniform? Um, <laughs> I don't get me wrong. I love me some Summer Walker. She had her music has got me through some times. But baby, I ain't know what that was. I was taken a bit aback by the nudity. It was a lot because she's pregnant. It. I know you would. I liked it. You know, it was giving goddess energy. Okay. I, I know I called it a uniform, but it was definitely giving goddess energy. Or lack thereof. Or second child. <laughs> how? I mean, if we go back in time, that's how women looked. Like, only only in America where we're fully clothed and we got the highest rape rates. I'm confused. Like, we're fully clothed and shit still be happening. Are we women. fully clothed? That bitch was naked. I mean, for the most part, most women got a bunch of clothes on all the time. Maybe we can, like, stop, you know, putting a big emphasis on skin. People can wear what the fuck they want without feeling well, some you know, type that's of way. Other men. people feeling some type of way about men. it. It's the men, I think, you know? Yes. We can't. We have gonna to do with us. Clothes. It do. It really do. And we're going to talk about how in so many different ways today. Lord have mercy. Oh, Diddy and Carisha. Carisha, uh, he got the Lifetime Achievement Award at the BET Awards. Go, Diddy. And Carisha yeah. was out there with a sign that said, Go, Poppy. And during his speech, he mentioned um, Kim, how much she missed her. And then he mentioned Cassie for getting him through the dark times. And then he said, Period. So I guess that was Carisha's mention. <laughs> I see the internet going wild trying to play her like, oh, she needs to leave that nigga alone. Personally, I think she needs to leave that fucking man alone. He is definitely sucking her damn energy right quick. Cassie got the fuck up out of there. Like, 
you can I know you've been in a relationship with somebody where they might be happy with you, but you ain't happy with them. They yeah. dragging the fuck out of your damn energy. So it probably was the darkest time for Cassie. For her. When she too. was with Diddy. Yeah, like Yeah. She was giving him all her light. Yeah. That sound right. I can argue both sides of that because I could be like, Carisha ain't they ain't been fucking around. This a lifetime achievement award. Not a this year achievement award. Like <laughs> she only been two. around. <laughs> she only been around a couple of months. The period might have been enough, you know. <laughs> right, because she been around this period. Right, Q Q Q two. Right, quarter two, bitch. <laughs> period. <laughs> but then I could be like, nigga, I'm holding the sign. At least mention a bitch name. Like shout out to my girl Carisha. Y'all see it with my sign out there. Thank you, baby. Something like that. That would have been cool. It ain't have to be like, thank you for coming into my life and changing it. She ain't right. Just, just keeping him young. That's all she really doing. Yeah, she's sitting up there trying to compete with the little Asian chick. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sitting by him at the awards with a fucking sign. Like, just a graduation. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> go, Diddy. Go, Diddy. Go. Girl, you walk through there with that sign. <laughs> That's how you know she support that nigga. <laughs> She said she support who support her. I feel her. Right. He was her first guest on Carisha, please. So I ain't mad at that. That dry ass shit. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, I guess I kind of just. She was like, so so what are we? <laughs> so what we is? No, what what is we? Oh, what is we? That's a uh... good motherfucking question as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Nigga, what is we? She is he was we like, just so we fucking or she we go like, yeah. real, real bad. Real bad. <laughs> Damn. That's I might that's my answer for everything. And real bad. You need your p- rent paid this month? Real bad. Real bad. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to get that pussy ate? Real bad. Real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so what you think about this damn girl, baby daddy coming to the door at this McDonald's and she's mad because he only brought food for his child. She got three other kids. Okay, if y'all did y'all see that? So it's a video going around where there is a mother, right? And her baby father pulls up and he has McDonald's for his child and she has four children. And she is very upset. She does a video of him and she's like, I'm gonna expose you. Like, why would you bring food for one child and not all my kids? Like, you think I'm gonna feed my baby McDonald's when the other kids have nothing? And he was like, That's your responsibility. That's not my child. I brought food for my child. What do you think of that? Girl, first of all, now what he could have done is called and said, hey, I'm going to be coming over there soon, bringing my son, my daughter, something to eat. Do you want me to pick up? You want to send me some money to pick up some shit for the other kids? <laughs> but pulling out with a one bag of food and her other, like I'm supposed to give this bag of food to my daughter or son. And they eat this in front of the other kids. That is kind of fuck aware, but it's not his responsibility. That's not his responsibility. So the way she handled it was totally wrong. You're trying to expose the man on the, on the internet for taking care of his kid. You, you right. got three. That's your fault. You got these three other kids, different baby daddies. Right. He was like, where are they daddies at? So I understand, like, I can't give my baby that without giving my other kids something. They're all important to me. So you can get your baby and take them somewhere to have lunch. Right. 
if that's what you want to do. Right. But you can't bring food in here for one child. You just can't. If that's even like with gifts. If you want to gift your child, come get your baby. Right. And, and gift them. Right. So you think that's, you that was him being kids. messy? Like to make her feel away and the other kids to feel, feel away? Or maybe he wasn't even taking that into consideration? I don't think he took that into consideration. I think he was just trying to feed his child. Like, let me get my baby some McDonald's. I don't think he was thinking about the other kids. But, wait, is, I want to know, did those other kids that happened after his baby or before his? Because bring all these kids something to fucking eat. My bigger question is, why the fuck y'all still eat McDonald's? I'm confused. I don't even trust people that eat McDonald's. Bitch, I eat McDonald's. <laughs> Bitch, that's why I don't trust your motherfucking ass right now. Because <laughs> you, <don't even, laughs> you don't even put the right nutrients in your damn body. You know those burgers made of kangaroo I, meat? <laughs> I, I don't eat the burgers. I Listen, when I go to McDonald's, I will, and it's just sporadic, I will get a large fry and a sugar-free French vanilla uh, iced coffee. Every that's That's my thing at McDonald's. Some French fries and iced coffee. That's regular shit. Okay, because I eat, I still eat French fries from Chick-fil-A. I get a medium fry and a large cup of ice. Two Polynesian sauce. But McDonald's, that food doesn't... Even the ice cream, I stopped eating the ice cream because it tastes like detergent to me. It don't. I don't know. I never asked for their ice cream because it don't work. The machine. I just <laughs> don't want to be dis- disappointed, so I just don't even ask them. No yeah, more. your mouth ready for that ice cream? <laughs> Our machine broke. They just don't want to clean it. That's why. They only want to clean the machines. Shit ain't mm-hmm. fucking broke. They little nasty asses and they don't want to do their job. <laughs> yeah. And they started to make, some of them making $20 an hour now. Clean that fucking ice cream machine <laughs> for $20. <laughs> That's why gas so high right now because the goddamn minimum wage done went up to $20 and shit for fast food workers. That shit is wicked. Don't nobody want to work no more though. Where is everybody at? What is we all doing? People in America for still money. Working. People working. But not like menial jobs. Nobody wants to work like, girl, I went to Ross the other day. The line was wrapped around the fucking building. <laughs> it was only one bitch working. The manager was like, we got to uh, help wanted signs. Help wanted signs are everywhere. You don't think so? I don't like Ross. <laughs> it's fucking dirty in there. <laughs> I, you know, I typically don't go on Ross. Let me tell you why I, I love TJ Maxx. I went to the hair store and I had on this little romper, right? And I was getting my products. And then I just felt like I didn't wear a bra with it when I left my house because it was nice and snug, right? Started getting loose. But by the time that son got to hold to that romper <laughs> and I made it to that hair store, them titties was flapping all over the place. So it was a Ross next door. I was like, I'm going to go buy me a little bra to put on because I got shit to do all day. I can't go back home. <laughs> them titties was all just doing whatever they wanted to do. I'm a TJ Maxx kind of girl. Ross need to go ahead and shut the fuck down. <laughs> I'll never see nothing in there. But I don't know. So I don't know. I guess it's hard being, you know, girl, listen. You talk about multiple baby daddies, multiple kids with the shit that's going on right now in America. Girl, did you see the versus battle over, uh, what was that, Wednesday night, Thursday night last week? I didn't really watch it. I watch all the little snippets, though. All the funny little shit that done, shit that done got memed up online. Girl, <laughs> this shit was seven hours long. The shit was still going on at two in the morning. Seven I hours? I had to carry my ass. I, I'm exaggerating with seven hours. Well, what's nine to two? A long ass fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> we can't count. 
<laughs> five hours, something like that. Anyway, first of all, Sammy, Sammy was acting like he was in a rap battle instead of R&B battle. He like, a fucking thug. Why are you so angry? <laughs> <laughs> then clearly nobody did a sound check because they just didn't sound good with their music, right? Or maybe them niggas can't sing. Who, that Who did sound good? How did Mario um, sound? Mario sound good. Mario can sing. You see? I knew. I, I, out of those niggas that was performing, Mario got but, the voice. Right. But I just feel like they the they needed a sound check, honestly. Even the ones who sounded awful typically sound better than that, you know? Mm. With a little help from, you know. Auto-tune. I never thought Ray yeah. J could sing. So no, I wasn't surprised that he couldn't sing. <laughs> right. Me neither. I mean, he could carry a note. Oh, Marion, but... uh, how many how many hits he got? He his songs are more fun, and ain't nobody like nobody has been like, oh, or Marion sung the fuck out of that song. No, it's just been fun songs, you know, right? Fucking songs and fun touch, you know, that shit fun. That ain't not to blow it. But he ate on. He ate like they. Him and his brother was like eating watermelon on stage. Like coochie, and it was, I guess it was supposed to be like juicy pussy or something like that that they was biting into. I got aroused. I need some dick in my life because that shouldn't have did nothing to me. I was like, mm, watermelon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't have did shit to me. That shit wasn't even that sexy. That was supposed just... to be eating a juicy peach or something like that. Had that shit dripping down your wrist and shit. Yeah, watermelon. Mm. Was it right. seeded though? Right. My question. I'm drinking watermelon. They was trying to tell us something. Psycho Mario. We just joking. We just joking. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) So yeah, I need to go back and watch the verses. I know they usually record. I'm gonna go watch it just so I can be in the know. Sometimes I give a fuck. Sometimes I don't. All right, so let's see, y'all. So CVS, Walmart, and Rite Aid have now limited their purchases of Plan B pills to three per person. CVS said it will temporarily limit the purchase of Plan B and after to three packs per person. A spokesperson said Monday that while the drugstore chain has ample supply of the products both online and in-store, the cap is meant to ensure equitable access and consistent supply on store shelves. So... They had to have done that because people probably was running to the store to buy buy Plan B. Y'all do after Roe versus yeah Wade, after yeah. Roe versus Wade. So y'all do realize Roe versus Wade is uh for you know after conception. These are uh, contraceptives. You know that's before you know to avoid getting pregnant. I don't. Right, I but people seen... are afraid that that might be next. You know that's why I think, I think so. they're running. I don't think so. Let's go to commercial. Look, we'll be right back. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. 
watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. All right, y'all, listen. We do want to talk about Roe versus Wade uh, just briefly. This is going to be a nice little sweet short episode. Listen, I just want to give a little uh, disclaimer before I do talk my shit today. I just want to say fuck people in advance. <laughs> and, you know, because the last time we, we talked about this back in May, we had an episode talking about, you know, when the shit first uh, leaked from the Supreme Court. And we talked about it and I got some messages basically telling me that I wasn't qualified to talk about this stuff. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. All this little, first of all, I'm a woman, natural born woman. I've had an abortion. I'm also a woman um, in my childbearing ages right now, right? Who's having fertility issues. So if I can't fucking talk about this shit, I don't know who the fuck can. I'm confused. Girl, fuck them people. Yes. So just to give that disclaimer, y'all can kiss. But my... keep listening. We love y'all. As soon as I was about to say, y'all can kiss. <laughs> no, we love but y'all. I love keep people. on listening. I love keep people. on writing us. Mm-hmm. Tell us how much you what you feel. We love that. Come right. on, send it in. That means you tuning in, bitch. Yeah. So when you get on these touchy subjects, it's like everybody is. Uh, nobody's nobody's gonna be a monolith on none of this stuff. Even women who for it, who not for it, like it's gonna be. It's just. It's an opinion. Ex- not even an opinion. It's really like all this shit is just really subjective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just really subjective. And I think that people should just eat the meat and spit the bones out. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't resonate with you, move on. That's just that's just Thanks. it. So um as we all know, um Hold on, hold on. Before you get into that, let me just say this. Don't be taking all them fucking plan B's, y'all. That shit is going to ruin your womb if you do want kids eventually. Don't take that shit all the time. Don't use that shit like that. Pull out or use, I know I say this a lot, but use a fucking condom, y'all. But what you ask people to do is be accountable. Yeah. Oh, there's other shit you can do. Uh, download a flow calendar and see when you're ovulating. There's a window. If you start, if you put that shit in there every month, it'll show you when you're ovulating. It'll show when you're most likely to get pregnant. Like, do some shit to make sure you're not pregnant outside of fucking up your womb when they're playing B pills. Yeah. Yeah, I use my days. And it even gives you, like, the moon cycles and all that shit. You know, you know our cycle is based on the moon. So it gives you all that shit you could put. What days your heavy flow, light flow. So... I'll promote my days. I've been using that shit for years. And the day my period is supposed to come on, it comes on. My body, Every time I feel like work. Exactly. And I know when I'm ovulating, because you know you get a little bit more mucusy down there. Like I know when I'm ovulating based on my mood, all that shit. So I feel like even without this being a law, women, mm-hmm. we can talk to our bodies. And that's what we just mm-hmm. have we now because if they're gonna criminalize criminalize people women for for doing something that should be a right 
without mm -hmm. ever having even been in law. Like, why is this in law? You know what right. I'm saying? And that's that's really why it was thrown out, right? So I just want to give some give a little bit of facts, okay? So on January 24th at 10:36 a.m., the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. We hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. Justice Samuel Alito wrote to the court's majority opinion, Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization, the Constitution makes no reference to abortion and no such right is implicit implicitly excuse me, is implicitly protected by any constitutional provision, including one on which the defenders of Roe and Casey now chiefly rely, the due process clause of the 14th Amendment. So the 14th Amendment, you know, um, it's your constitutional right of privacy, right? So it's a woman's business, what they want to do, and nobody can, um, nobody should be able to deprive any person of life, liberty, uh, property, pursuit the of happiness. Pursuit of happiness. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pursuit of due process of law, right, is what the, the legal um, court wor wording is. So this is why it's now being thrown out. And I and I challenge people to also go research who uh, Jane Roe was. Her real name was Norma McCorvey. Um, I also plan, I also challenge people to go research Planned Parenthood. Okay, when we start talking about Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood was mostly placed black communities. Okay, Margaret Sanger, go go look her up and see what she was about. She was a racist. She was, you know, for eugenics. If you don't know what eugenics is, look that up. Mm -hmm. These are the things as black people, this is not our fight. This is what I want people to understand. This is really what I would like to say today. Like, yes, a woman should have the right to abortion, but this, this shit right here with the courts and all that, this ain't, this ain't our fight. These people are running around fucking scared because regardless of what, guess who ha still have the most, ba most babies? Black and brown people, with or, with or without abortion. We still have the most children. I'm, I'm concerned that this is a way to, to keep white supremacy alive. Like, they're trying to make sure white babies are born. Do you feel like that? All they got to go do is start fucking. Just have sex. Just have sex. Well, they're having sex, but they're trying to keep white women from having abortions. Are they having enough sex? <laughs> Are they fucking enough? Because if you want a baby, you can have one. I still feel like there's more babies being born than aborted. So we're going to say most, most babies are aborted? But white babies. Pure white babies. Are they pure white? Th are they pure white babies, or are y'all having these little white girls abort these black babies, these biracial babies? I think all of them. I think <laughs> they abort. Look, because we know the Kardashians ushered that shit in. Like little white girls love black boys. So whose babies are y'all really still aborting? This shit is deep. This shit gets really deep. But I do feel like it's more so. I feel like it's all <laughs> pure white babies, black babies, little Asian babies, all kind of babies. Yeah. And they're trying to stop. I think they're trying to keep the white race supreme in quotations. I don't know how how abortions would stop them, though, when all they still have to do is just have babies. How is stop? But if abortions is keeping you from having babies. So I feel like by 2050, if they don't do something about the abortion rate of white women, by 2050, 
everybody gonna be black or brown. That's true. When they first started with uh, you know, placing the uh, placements of uh Planned Parenthood, again, majority in black communities. White neighborhoods, they get fraternity clinics, right? Nowadays. Um fertility? Fertility clinics, yes. Okay. Places where you said fraternity. But it's the cute dogs got a clinic <laughs> out there. <laughs> fertility, you make me sick. <laughs> It was population control for black people. But we weren't the only ones visiting these places, right? So we know, just like with the crack pandemic, that only, you know, that was the, the crack was put into the neighborhoods to fuck black people up, right? But we will always turn shit to sugar, right? So a lot of millionaires came out of the crack pandemic. A lot of crackheads came out the crack pandemic, right? It's right. not only until the white communities are directly affected by some shit do laws change. So now they de- decriminalize drugs, like drug addicts, right? Mm-hmm. But now they have more places where you can just go get your heroin shot and get your get your safe needles. And they make all these provisions when some shit starts affecting white people. Some shit they intentionally did to harm black people are now affecting yeah. their 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 people. And that's when laws Well, I came. feel like... Um, and that's what we're seeing now. It's the... It's the um, what these what what are white people taking? Opiates that are affecting white people. That's not a black drug. I don't feel like opiates was ever meant for us. Because as far as I'm concerned, they won't even give black people painkiller. Nope. You be in pain in the hospital, they get your ibuprofen, take you care of your ass home. <laughs> you ain't in pain for real, especially if you're a black woman. Right. You strong, right. strong black woman. Right. So I don't know about that one. No, I'm saying this is why they now have clinics for opioid addictions. Because it affects oh, yeah. the white community. If it was just crack affecting black people, there would never have been any changes. This is what I'm saying. This is why you now see abortion laws change. Because something that they put out there to affect black communities is now heavily affecting their community. And that's why laws start changing. So, okay, yes. Yes. So, yes. Because I, um, I seen a Muppet baby with a uh, a parent that was addicted to opiates. I don't know what the fuck they're on- doing with the damn cartoons and stuff. <laughs> and it was like a sad little Muppet who was talking about how, you know, his parents were on drugs and stuff like that. And I was like, All where was awareness. my crack Muppet? Exactly. <laughs> the fuck? You know what they did for us? Dare what? program so you could snitch on Dare. your parents. So you right. could tell that your parents at home yeah. smoking crack or selling drugs. And be mad at them. <laughs> That's what Drug abuse is resistance education. <laughs> <laughs> Dare. Yeah, that's what they did for the black community. They made their children they made children into snitches. Mm-hmm. And angry. Yeah. So But now they got an opiate muppet. I was like, well, I'd be damned. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen that shit, Tam. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you know your ass be watching fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> I do. That's my shit. Yeah, so I just Us- like we're women are now being asked to be accountable. We got to be accountable for ourselves and we got to be accountable for men because if they made it a law where men have to get snipped after a certain amount of children, then there would be a civil or what war. What if they made it a law that you had to get a vasectomy when you turn 16 and then you can uh, reverse it when you're ready to be a parent? Exactly. I mean, cause that would never happen. Cause men rule the world. 
technically, it starts in your balls. You're already carrying the baby. Like y'all say, we carry it first. Well, if you're already carrying the motherfucker, why don't we just give your ass a little snip snip? <laughs> and this is why I think the only time a man has a say-so about a woman's body is before conception. Okay, because you do carry that sperm. That is your baby in your nuts first, right? But the baby, right. but that that same sperm, you could just drop it in a sock on the fucking concrete and it'll never be anything. But it's only with a woman that gives that little sprinkle of sperm life. We cultivate right. life. Niggas can't do that. Men cannot cultivate life. And I really feel like this is, they just spiting God at this point. They're just mad at women because they just can't be us. I'm sorry. That's well, you know what? what? You like. can't actually, they can put it in a test tube, but it still has to have the woman's egg. You're right. It's still, exactly. No it's not going to grow. They still have to implant it in a healthy uterus. And let's talk about all the tens of thousands of missing black women in America. And they're now transferring healthy uteruses into trans men. People don't want to talk about that shit either. Where are they getting the healthy uteruses from to give to these men who now want to have children? We got to look at who's who's pushing these laws. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. no man, a man who identifies with him as a man or even a man who identifies as a woman has the right to say anything about women who can bear children. If we got to put it in, 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 in the current language, right? Nobody has mm -hmm. say so. Your only say so is before well, conception. The Supreme Court would beg to differ. Old white people who not even going to be here 10 years from now, making decisions for our future. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I need, we, as a, as our generation in particular, because we're, you know, we got to get more involved in politics. All of us. Yeah. We have to get more involved in politics because these people are not going to be around and they're shaping our future. Right. A woman should have. In the future a, of our children. Yes. From the beginning of time, like it should always be a woman's business. If she wants to give birth or not, you know, I've been reading this, this dictionary, this, this is, excuse me, this book is actually an encyclopedia. And let me give y'all, and I, I challenge everybody to go get this book, y'all. The shit is fucking deep. It talks about abortion and all that shit in there too. Y'all, the name of the book is the woman's encyclopedia of myths and secrets. And the one line that hit me the most when they talk about abortion, it says, she must give life gladly to be able to give it well. If a woman is not happy about a pregnancy, how can she take care of that child and be glad about it? If a woman is right. pregnant and then a man is not happy about this pregnancy and you're trying to force her now, you know, I've been in that situation when you, you pregnant by somebody and now they, and they make you feel indifferent about it because they not, they not having the same emotions about it. As you are, right? As you. you automatically mm -hmm. are not you are you're automatically not happy about the situation. So that's why it's up to a woman what she wants to do. A man can say, I want my child, I want my child. You end up having this child and then they disappear. We gotta deal with that. Right. You know, I don't I want a, my I child, have... I don't want my child, and you want the child, right? You automatically mm -hmm. gotta got have an abortion because he does, doesn't want it. Personally, I'm not into forcing anybody to do some shit they don't want to do. Right, I agree. But at the age I am, you get this, you get this granny P pregnant child. You having a baby. I don't give a fuck how many kids you got already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we having a whole baby. <laughs> you a pappy now. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like abortion is really for younger women. You know, like I would say like teenage years to to 
It's for anybody who want that motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm talking about statistically. Statistically, yeah. who's having abortions? College students? Young, uh, like teenagers, 15, 16 year old women who already have children, you know? Mm-hmm. So the age range is like from 15 to 29. You know, I don't think a whole lot of 30, 30, 30 to 40 year old women are going to the abortion clinics mm-hmm. for abortions. So, and you have career women, you know, who, you know, mistakes happen. They know that this child may deter them from whatever goals they have set short term, long term. They may have an abortion. I had a man say to me that he felt like some men didn't support women's right to abortion because he felt like that men didn't have any abandonment rights. Huh? Abandonment rights. Rights. Like basically saying that if two people consent to sex Mm -hmm. and one party, if the man doesn't want to be a father, he has no rights. And if a woman decides she doesn't want to be a mother, she should have all the rights. Yes. Yeah, I said, once you skeet that thing off, it's no longer your... That's what I'm saying. You know, you have no control. That's what I'm saying. Men men have... The only time a man has control is before conception, not after. Yes. Afterwards, it's not your business. I'm sorry. He feels like he, he should be entitled to some type of rights abandonment rights uh, if two people you have can though a man you can literally sign over your parental rights what are we talking about if a woman has a baby and a man doesn't want the child he can legally sign over his parental right that that's out there he can do that but can he sign it over against like she wants him to be a parent he can say i don't want to be a dad and it's just sign it yes over? yes at any point you can sign over your parental rights yes yes okay see, well. men don't want to do that because on one hand, you want the, you want to you want to take care of your kid if you want to anyway. I don't know, but a lot of men may not exercise that right. I know about three women whose fathers the the kids they the fathers of their children who have signed over parental rights from the beginning, and these were people they mm. were in relationships with. Do you see? These were people they were in long term relationships with, and then once a baby gets involved, a man can flip. We see it all the time. People be together. Mm-hmm. As soon as the baby comes into play, it's like, what happened to the relationship? Fuck that bitch. She trying to ruin my motherfucking life. Right. I can't stand her. Right, because I gave life to your sperm. <laughs> Child. No, I ain't shit. I'm confused. Ain't worth a damn. Yeah. This shit gets real de- deep and biblical. I want people to go get it's that scary. damn book. I want people to get that book, man, so y'all can see. Like how it talks about like how men, uh, you know, back in the, you know, long ass fucking time ago, a thousand years ago, like men tied the sperm to their souls. So if a woman were to abort a baby, they would feel like that, like, like, like it's somebody killing a part of their soul or something like that. And this could very well be why this shit is coming back up in the courts because just uneducation, it's just uneducated, like. Mm-hmm. people just don't know about I don't know if it's science or just I'm more spiritual than anything and how could something that you could spit on the floor or spit in a sock or spit in a shower <laughs> why are you not concerned about the soul at that point Right. <laughs> I'm confused what are we talking right. about where's the love for it when you put it in that sock <laughs> 
<laughs> and is that not reckless abandonment at that point? How many times from from young young boys to grown ass men, y'all be spitting up wherever? Are y'all not murdering children when you do, when you beat off? <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> men need to be on birth technically, control, technically, right? Technically, you remember a couple months ago they had a post out there because they do now have a drug on the market, uh, birth control for men. The comments that I saw men saying, the things that they're not willing to do to their bodies that they're trying to force women to do, is just appalling to me. I have had friends that said, like guy friends, they they've told me that they put a Plan B in a bitch drink before. Y'all don't know, Damn. like y'all don't know what this does to a woman's body. It is a high, super high potency birth control pill, basically, is what, what that shit is. That's why it messes your cycle up. And all. I've only taken a plan B once in life. And it had my cycle all screwed up. It had my body so fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. When them shits first dropped, <laughs> <laughs> so I used to pop sick. them bitches like Skittles. Skittles on a weekend with my boyfriend. I had a, like, I was in love, young and dumb and in love. And we just didn't use condoms and I didn't make him pull out. When we, I was, this is, I'm talking about long, long, long time ago. This is my first real boyfriend and I was so in love. And I just thought we were going to be together forever. And that's why. But I wasn't ready to be no mama. Right. But I wasn't ready to be no mama. And then plan B came out and I just didn't even consider that it could harm my body physically. That might be why I don't have a kid now. Right. You know, who knows? I, I was every Saturday, no, every Sunday, I fuck all weekend, 72 hours, boop, pop that pill like it was nothing. <laughs> but don't do that, y'all. Be better than me. <laughs> like, that's why we talk about these things. That's why I feel like I'm qualified to talk about all this women shit. I done been through all this bullshit. So now if I can mm-hmm. tell, if I can say these things to t- try and help or deter a younger woman from doing dumb bitch shit, dumb, sh- dumb shit, who are you to tell me I can't? Because talk to women who've done these things right and how they feel now. You done did all your bald headed whole shit when you were younger, right? And now you got to pay for it later in, later in age. Mm-hmm. Now you got to right. pay for it. All that shit come at a fucking cost. So let's just have a little bit more accountability. Even them fucking high heels. When I be seeing a uh, little 19, 20 yes. year old bitches wearing high heels yes. in the mall, I be like, just keep on living, bitch. Right. Back will be fucked the up. Knees gonna be fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it gotta be a special occasion for a bitch to put on heels. You hear heel me? Now. Girl, when I was in Atlanta last week, ain't nobody have on heels, bitch. No, Motherfuckers fuck had that. on flats. <laughs> flats, slides, sneakers. Comfortable. Like we only oh, wearing okay, heels at still galas cute. and shit, and still cute, right? Yeah, get you a little last time I went to uh, who who party that was QCP birthday party Pierre bitch I could feel my toes for three days after wearing, <laughs> wearing them stupid ass heels to that nigga birthday. <laughs> yeah, don't nobody got no time mm-hmm. for that shit. Yeah, I distinctively remember walking around college campus with heels on. That was heels so on. stupid. Yes, that was so stupid. Little white girls been no better. On their campus, they throw on whatever is next to the fucking bed and go to class and get it done with. But you know, black people, we flash. We think it's a damn fashion show at the HBCU. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Y'all, we just got to be more careful. You know, because being pregnant is very time sensitive. And if most states, because this, the, the, 
it's out of the federal courts, right? Which means now each state determines whether or not you can have an abortion and whatever um, stipulations they put on it, right? So there are states, they're, they're saying maybe half of them will end up throwing abortion out completely, no abortions, but then there's going to be other states. You might have to take a flight. You might have to take a drive. You know, it's the same money. Again, mm-hmm. if you was counting on free abortions, it's no longer a thing. You're going to have to come right. up with that money to have that abortion. The two people that, that sit down and have sex, y'all can't come up with $400? Sometimes no. Then you might need to consider that before you start fucking raw. Condoms cheaper. Condoms che- cheaper mm-hmm. than abortions and condoms are cheaper than a baby. Mm-hmm. Way cheaper. So now what this and is- they got skin condoms. They're those are pretty yes, nice. Yes. And get you some lube. Okay. Because mm-hmm. what what this is doing now is gonna force you to be responsible. And and I don't think women don't like to be held accountable for things sometimes. And it's not just us getting pregnant because we cannot get pregnant by ourselves. But you don't want the government and every fucking thing you do, everything you do in life. You know, somebody had commented back from our last show said that, you know, because I was comparing mask mandates to now to this. And -hmm. if you don't see the direct correlation, you're fucking blind. Nobody understood why people who did not didn't want to get vaccinated, didn't want to walk around with masks and all this stuff because it's government intervention and government forcing the people to do some shit. Now, all the mandates done disappeared. Right. But people still mm-hmm. getting COVID. But now you can go to work with COVID. You could do whatever with COVID. So it was always all some bullshit to see what they could get the people to do. So now when there's something that you really, really, really care about now is on the forefront, like abortion. Now they take your rights away with that shit. Now let's see what else they come with down the pipeline in the next couple months. That's yeah, it why. Might your, it might be your plan B. Exactly. Shit. And that's why. The COVID shit was so fucking important for people to not comply. Do not comply. That's why. No, bitch, I was wearing my mask. I ain't know what that shit. I seen them people wear, on You can wear YouTube the mask. I, I, absolutely, because on planes and shit, I'm going to continue to wear my mask. I always used to get Me sick too. on a plane. I always would get sick on a plane because it's all that recycled air in there. But as far as walking around, like that shit really can't protect you. You're in close proximity to people on the plane. Do we have a dumb bitch story? That shit heavy. <laughs> well, uh, let's go to commercial first. Maybe we'll come back with a dumb bitch story. All right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> a new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. 
At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Dumb bitch story. You're so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. 
right, so guys, uh, this wasn't sent into us. I found it in this group that I'm in, and I thought I'd share it because it is a dumb bitch story. All right, it says, guys, I literally, I literally don't know what to do anymore. I was having sex without protection with someone I thought I could trust, only to get syphilis and genital warts from him. I've gotten treatment for the, I know, I've gotten treatment for the syphilis and all, but I thought the warts would go away, but it just keeps spreading for no reason. Anybody ever have a case of genital warts? And what did you do to reduce it? Help a sister. P.S. I ended it with him the moment I got tested. Syphilis and genital warts, ladies. First of all, I thought genital warts were very visible on a dick. My stomach's sick. If if y'all don't start looking at these dicks, don't just let nobody put his dick in you without looking at it. Examine that dick. You don't have to make it look like you a doctor checking under his nuts. Why not? (laughs) I mean, you could do it, but you could make it sexy too. Why not, nigga? Like, let me like making it look like you're playing with the balls and the nuts, but really you look at that, see if it's a a ball. <laughs> Girl, I remember one time I was I was fucking with this guy, <laughs> and I he had like a mole on the, in his inner thigh, but in the mm-hmm. dark it looked like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, is that a dingleberry? Turn the light on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Turn the light on. And look at a nigga shit. Because if it's a little doodle stuck to your thigh, uh-uh. You ain't clean enough. You're not a clean enough person. I don't like it. Yo. <laughs> but, okay, so if you don't know, general wars, they actually have to put acid on that and to remove those. So how does she get treated for syphilis and not the warts? I'm confused. Right, right. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, what, did you take somebody else's syphilis medication that had some... I got some leftover pills that I was cleared up. You can have these. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, how does she know she no longer has syphilis? Right. And then, what? All right, so genital warts comes from skin-to-skin contact, right? It's so HPV. Condom- okay. Different strands of HPV causes. Of a virus. Yeah, different strands of HPV causes warts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's scary, yo. Mm-hmm. And and look and how what's the percentage of people who have HPV? Most sexually active people. It's like a very high rate of people. If you haven't been tested for half of these diseases, you don't know what the fuck you got. I remember when they was talking crazy about um um what's the nigga the singer Usher. Yeah, they was talking crazy about Usher having. Herpes. And I'm like, if you've never been tested for herpes, you don't know if you have herpes. No, if you got, it could be lying dormant in your um, exactly body. Exactly. Yes. So a lot of people have HPV. A lot of people have herpes. Yep. And I've been tested tested. for herpes though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if you haven't been tested, but you gotta ask. You gotta ask. They're Mm -hmm. not just gonna give you that. You You have to ask ask for for herpes, and you have to ask for HIV test. Mm-hmm. Usually you could say, "Can I get a full panel?" That's what women. Yeah, full panel. Can I get a and full you know panel? what? Don't think like I hate niggas who think that you go get your shit tested and they think, "Well, if you ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing." Yeah, don't that's cheat off my test, Dirty D. Right. Do not cheat right. off my that's test. That's not how it works, ladies. Do not let these men cheat off your test. And the worst part is, she'll probably tell him, "Hey, I got these diseases now after having had sex with you," and he'll probably blame her. But he's he hasn't been to the doctor in five years. Right. But these the last are... time he went was because he tore his ACL trying to play basketball. It ain't even had nothing to do with his dick. And they got a toothache. <laughs> he been to the dentist. That's what he been. Right. At. Right. 
but you just walking around with this bumps on you and syphilis. Syphilis is also like, like rashy bumps. It's like blisters. So his dick was all rashed up and you didn't notice. I don't know. You ain't see that braille all over that dick. <laughs> this braille all over it. <laughs> Girls, it's partially your fault. Yes. Sounds like it. Look, accountability. Man, listen, you can't be putting your life in other people's hands. Facts. You know? Y'all watch it. That's one of my biggest fears. That's one of my biggest fears that I'm being in some hospital bed, sick and dying because of something I could have prevented. Mm-hmm. That's what I fear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got my own theories about, especially about like HIV. Because I want to know... I want to talk, maybe we can have somebody on the show who has HIV. Because what what I would like to know is if they had any like real symptoms prior to being diagnosed with HIV, right? Because I don't, I think HIV is mental. I think that they tell, listen to me and hear me clearly. I think that they pick and choose who they want to give HIV to. So you go to the doctor, you get tested, you test positive, right? People don't start looking sick till they start taking that fucking medicine. So is it, is it the medicine that's making you sick or the actual disease? I think it's the disease. I think it's the medicine. I think it's the medicine. I think it's still population control. Fauci is the same motherfucker who was dealing with HIV that's dealing with COVID. The same people have been in, in play all this time. Well, a lot of people with HIV are living longer now. They're living full lives with HIV now. You know, they have drugs that help them like to the point where the HIV is no longer detected in their body, even if they do have it. And that's scary to me. too. And then they also have like uh, a drug called PrEP that I know people I know people personally who take it. It's like HIV blocker. Like if you have sex with someone with HIV, you cannot contract it because you have this. The particular stuff, drug yeah. in your body. I see the commercials yep. for that. They market it to mostly the, the gay guys. On Homosexual, the yeah. yeah, men. Mm-hmm. My homeboy was on the side of a bus for a prep commercial. He's like, "Yes, bitch, prep." He was on it like his. <laughs> <laughs> Ride through Charlotte, yes, bitch. Don't play with me. I'm prepped up. <laughs> Not prepped up. Yep. But yeah, but isn't prep like before? Yeah, preparation. So just in case. So you're preparing to get it. Preparing not to it blocks it. But why would they use prep as the word then? Because you're prepared. If HIV come your way, you're prepared to fight it. Ha Yeah, <laughs> get back HIV. That ninja. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I don't feel like talking about this shit no more. Yeah, me neither, man. Fuck this. We shit. need to have a fun topic next week because this ain't it. I listen. Yeah, I don't want to talk about abortion no more. I don't want to talk about you abortion know. no more this fucking lifetime. Like, it's women's fucking business. Men, all type of men, even all y- all y'all need to stay the fuck up out of it. So, right. I don't know, women. We got to band together, man, because I feel like we just under attack. We're under attack. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're, it's, 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 they just want to mentally fuck with us right now. And we just can't let I, them. It, here's the part. As much as I'm angry, I still love men. <laughs> I, I do, you do? Yes. I love these niggas. Okay? Me I'm too. sorry. I really, really do love men. 
And like they were sitting around me talking about let's just stop fucking men. And I was like, girl. <laughs> that would be the cure to all shit. I'm like, well, all right, that's an option. Does anybody have any other ideas? <laughs> <laughs> that was one good idea. Only fuck good men. One? How about that? Have a little bit more discernment. Actually fuck with people who like you. And who fuck but with here's you. the thing: you never know. They can be good at first. It's always signs, man. It's always signs. It's always signs. Sometimes shit happen in the man life that turn him bad. You know, while in I that relationship. Good nigga. Yeah, I seen good niggas. I seen one guy, great guy, good father, family man about the kids, and he was in the military. He went out to Iraq somewhere and did not come back the same person. Well, that's that's different because that's what that those organizations that's what they do. They strip you down and turn you into who they want you to be. So, and then he came back. He wasn't the same. He wasn't a good father no more. He wasn't a good husband no more. He just was a different human being. Maybe it wasn't him. Maybe he was cloned while he was out there. All right, y'all. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, go, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Make it enough. <laughs> Make it enough. <laughs> and like, that's what they gonna be saying when y'all pull up with that two hundred dollars for that abortion. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't enough. That's not funny. It you ain't going enough. to jail. Strap up. I'm just playing y'all. Yep. All right, I love y'all. I love all women. Y'all keep your head up, legs closed, eyes open. <laughs> right. Just chill. And use protection. Use protection, man, because listen, we responsible for us, nobody else. Right. All right, y'all. Listen, so look, if you enjoyed this episode, please tune in every Thursday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. And again, in advance, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just playing. I'm y'all, it's, it's Tammy, Tam Bam. Y'all follow me on Instagram, official Tam Bam. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. If y'all don't like our opinion, what AJ said. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all have y'all if y'all haven't noticed yet, she be using me to talk shit. Okay. <laughs> no, I be talking my shit too, but I just, you know, I appreciate people who don't think like me. Because if we all thought the same. Nothing would ever change. We need other, you know, other opinions and other perspectives so we can get better, you know? Yeah, man. All right. So, y'all, always remember to speak now. And never hold your motherfucking peace. Peace out. Deuces. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.